The media loves to talk about things like the Hindenburg Omen or the 200-day moving average. But do any of these things make sense? We uncover this and more in Research by Potomac. Before we start the show, we'd like to remind our audio listeners that this show was developed as a video podcast. If you'd like to see any of the visuals that are referenced in this episode, we invite you to check out our YouTube channel. Simply search for the Conquer Risk podcast. You'll see all the shows we produce, including this one. And just like the audio, you can subscribe to be notified the moment a new episode drops. Enjoy the show. From Research by Potomac and the Conquer Risk podcast, this is Who Charted? Okay, after taking the month of July off, we are back with the next episode of Who Charted? Dan Russo here, Director of Research at Potomac. With me, as always, is Drew Wells. You know the drill. Six charts in six minutes. The theme that I'm going with today is, is this rally for real? Do we have a real risk on environment? Those are the charts that I'm going to be looking at. Drew has some good charts, too. Most exciting six minutes in markets. Let's go, Drew. All right, we put this out in the note to clients in, in the last week. We've been covering this one a lot over the last several months. This is S&P 500 low volatility relative to the S&P 500, okay? So uh, this, is a, this is a relationship that equity bulls really want to see to continue break down to the downside, right? So we've broken down below that 50-day moving average, which is now declining. Uh, and the important thing I want you to focus on right here is that highlighted zone right there at those March highs, those spike highs right there in the period of uh, really heightened market stress. And if you take a look at momentum uh, in the bottom pane there, one of the things that you'll notice is we've actually broken down out of that bullish regime again. We've, we did that uh, in, in late July uh, in this relationship. And so the interesting thing about that development is RSI actually broke out to the upside before the ratio broke out above the 50-day moving average. So again, could this be the opposite of the price action that we we're seeing quarter for last year? Only time will tell. All right, I'm back with a Bitcoin chart. Not so much to go on a rant the way I did the last time, but more, you know, it's kind of one of the signposts that I've been using more and more um, in in my market analysis for determining risk on, risk off. You know, the Bitcoin crowd would like to think that this is an uncorrelated asset, but if you look at the six-month correlation between Bitcoin and the S&P 500 there at the bottom of the chart, you can see that it's pretty positively correlated. So, you know, if Bitcoin is working, if it's going to hold that support level that's highlighted there and begin to move higher, to me, that would be a sign of risk-taking appetite returning to the marketplace. So it's one of the things that I'm looking at pretty closely. If we can hold above uh, those two th- late 2017, early 2018 highs and continue to work higher. And based on you know the correlations, stands to reason that the S&P 500 can continue this rally. Now, it's one of the signposts that I'm watching. I'm not saying we're 100% there yet, but it's one of the key data points that I have on my radar screen uh, and will keep on my radar screen here in the next couple of weeks. Okay, growth to value. Uh, growth has been a phenomenal performer lately. The question I think a lot of investors are asking is, does it have legs and if so, how far, right? So we've broken above that long-term level, long-term support level right there at that first highlighted zone uh, over the last several weeks of trading. We've covered this a lot in our notes. Cleared that 50-day moving average for quite some time now and just printed uh, on August 4th a, a very, very slight overbought reading on this relationship. So. This has been all good developments for growth bulls. And I think taking a look at that next resistance level right there at that highlighted zone back in spike high in uh, quarter two of this year, which has provided both support and resistance on a relative basis. 
you know, over the last year plus of trading, I think is going to be one to keep an eye on. If this relationship is growth is going to stall, it's very likely that it could stall there, but that's an area to keep an eye on for the growth bulls. All right, sticking with the signposts for risk on and risk off, I think the U.S. dollar has to be on everybody's radar screens, whether you're investing in currencies or not. Uh, I think you want to have this one on the radar. Uh, dollar strength has tended to coincide over the past couple of years with kind of risk off activity within the marketplace. Now, the dollar index, the DXY, uh, broke above the key 103 level and has been holding there, notwithstanding some a bit of a, a bit of a throwback here over the past couple of days. I think that as long as we're above that 103 level, it's more of a risk off type environment. However, if recent weakness morphs into something bigger, uh, and we cut below 103, which by that time will likely line up with the rising 50-day moving average, you could be in for more of a risk-on type environment. So watching the dollar here, uh, again, we write on it a couple times a week. We're going to continue to write on it. I think that a break of 103 for the dollar index likely coincides with greater risk-taking in the marketplace. All right, Dan talked about the dollar uh, potentially moving and morphing into something more and some early signs, and, and we're seeing uh, there, take a look at microcaps here, breaking out a long-term uh, resistance to the upside above that 119 level. It's been above the rising 50-day moving average for quite some time now. Also, it's breaking out relative to the S&P 500 uh, very subtly right there above the ratios rising 50-day moving average. Now, this is all great and wonderful. I think for the equity bulls, they're going to want to immediately jump on this and say, you know, look, the riskiest part of the market is starting to perform well. Uh, if you've been managing money in this environment for uh, you know, for any number of months during this year, you know that we've had a lot of breakouts, a lot of those have failed. Uh, and so this is one I think to keep an eye on, a development to keep an eye on. Again, uh, we've had a lot of breakouts fail this year. This could end up failing, but I think this is a very, very early development of uh, some risk appetite within the equity markets. All right, my third signpost for this show, not it's not inclusive of everything that I'm looking at is this high yield total return index, right? Uh, after briefly cutting below the pre-COVID peak, uh, we've seen a pretty strong rebound here over the past month, month and a half in the high yield total return index. Now we have one last hurdle to get over, it's kind of marked there with the dashed line, that interim you know, May high. I think if the high yield index can get above that May high, that would be to me a, a, a data point that points to increased risk appetite in the marketplace. If you think about you know just what it is, right? It's high it's high yield bonds, right? So if investors are going to show a preference for high yield bonds, and this uh, and this index can break its downtrend and start to build a new uptrend, to me that's a sign of risk appetite uh, returning to the market. So uh, those are those are the three charts that I have that are kind of meant to highlight some of the things that I'm watching to determine if this rally could have legs. Uh, and if we are shifting back to a risk-on type environment. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. If you like this content, please uh, be sure to like and subscribe. We'll see you in the next video. See you, everyone. Thanks. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.